Every great adventure begins with an explosion that sets our heroes on a new path, and bodybuilding is no exception. When the journey begins, it's great to have the wisdom of a good teacher to help illuminate the path towards building muscle. Let's grow big together! Where sticks and stones may break your bones, but squats make you a badass. I'm Fausto Fernos. And I'm Mark Fillion. In this series, we're taking a look at the passion for muscle, adventures in bodybuilding, muscle gods, muscle worship, and practical advice to put on the games. Today, Shay Menchaka, Austin's bodybuilding glamazon, coach, guru, chef, and owner of the legendary gym Metroflex ATX, joins us to talk about inspiring others to overcome their struggles and build lots and lots of muscle. Plus, bodybuilding on the cutting edge with peptides, stem cells, and hormone replacement therapy. 100 repetition finishers for biceps and triceps. Do they work? And do you put whey protein in your coffee? Hello, this is Shay. Hi, Shay. This is Fausto. And Mark from Let's Grow Big Together. Hello, let's grow. <laughs> it's time to grow. What time is it? It's time to shop and lift. <laughs> Love it. I found out about you through my friend, John, whose Instagram handle is shut up and lift. Okay. Which is, you know, a little bit harsh. Well, you know, it's, it's a harsh world out there. Some people need to be told shut up and lift. Some people though. need to be told and some need to tell. Yeah. Exactly. Here at Let's Grow Big Together, we really value great mentors and teachers because they're really what makes the world go round. Well, thank you. And we, he wrote, uh, I want to read this to you because and read this to the audience because hopefully John's not too embarrassed hearing this. But he wrote, uh, five years ago, I walked into this gym, Metroflex, Metroflex mm -hmm. Austin. He yes. said, I walked into this gym, a broken, weak, and lost boy. I was filled with fear and intimidation, but I knew something had to change. I was tired of waking up every day feeling weak, worthless, fail, and lost with no direction. I was consumed by dark thoughts and severe depression. Clothes hang on to me like I was a wire hanger and dark circles covered my eyes. I starved myself believing I didn't deserve to eat as I was a failure in so many other facets of my life. I stared at the ground everywhere I went to avoid making eye contact with strangers. My depression locked me in a cage of anxiety and I felt the world was out to get me. I was in a constant state of feeling judge. I completely isolated myself from the opportunity of enjoying life. On October 17th, 2017, that was the day I literally woke up, looked in my bathroom mirror and said, I'm done. I'm done feeling frail. I'm done feeling tired. I'm done starving myself. I'm done cringing. I'm done hating others for making the enjoyment of life look so easy. I'm done being scared. I'm done being bullied outsider I was in high school. I'm done denying myself a life. I'm done running from non-existent outside demons, and I'm ready to confront the very real ones that lived inside me. That same day, I sent the most vulnerable email to my life to three bodybuilding gyms and poured my whole life story out. Two of the gyms responded with one sentence, cool. <laughs> But the third came from Shay. It was from Shay Manchaka, the owner of Metroflex ATX. 
She took the time to acknowledge every point in the email I sent with such sincerity and made me feel heard and more importantly, worthy of this journey. From that moment on, Shay took me under her wing. Now, five years later, I smile more than ever I have in life and became part of a community. I have goals and ambitions. I open myself up to love and experiences and offer that back to the world. I stay excited about tomorrow and I pride myself on my ability to spread happiness to everyone I come across. Today, Shay's not only my coach, but my employer, my best friend, and above all, my second mom. I wouldn't be the man I am today has she not seen me cry for help and reached her hand out. It is because of her and this building stamped Metro Flex ATX, my whole world changed for the best. It's a scary journey that comes with one hell of a payoff, but it's worth taking, I promise. It's pretty awesome. I don't think I read it. I'm not really sure I heard it as much as I did until you just read it right now. Yeah. You know, we get so caught up in everything and it just becomes another day, right? So mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. With all the opportunities you've had in your life, what inspired you and your husband to start this gym, this unique gym, Metro Flex Austin? Fitness was always my passion. I've been competing since I was 28. I'm 53 now. It was always my passion and my go-to and my outlet, personally. And we found this gym called Metro Flex and someone owned it before I did. And it was a half the size it was now it was beaten up uh, you know we're, we're known as a hardcore gym anyways you know the rocky style gym so and i love that about our gym and um the person who owned it at the time was pretty much just done with trying to make that style of gym work in in the old school gym work in a new school society you know that we have right now mm-hmm. with different mindsets of working out and the best of the best and all the good stuff so you know he sold it to me and I wasn't really quite sure what I was going to do with it. And I just loved the people who worked there, the trainers that were there, and they were just the real deal. And I wouldn't, didn't want them to see them lose their, their place. So, you know, I, I bought it as a passion project and something that I, that I love to do. Didn't think that I would go as deep or as far as I am into it now. I thought it would be uh, an addition to my other companies. But once I got started with it, it deserved, um, like I said, it deserved more time because I could see that it wasn't just a gym. It was evolving to a sanctuary for people. And it was revolving for people's outlet that they couldn't find somewhere else because it was so cliquish. And at these other gyms are, you know, the best of the best and the everybody's wearing the best of the best and they don't feel like they're part of the, 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 the clique and then, then, then they just, they quit going. And here they would just stay and they become a part of our community and we we're just a bunch of, um, um, what do we got? I don't want to say. <laughs> Rejects. <laughs> So you're like the island of misfit toys, but with lots of muscle. We, and I have said that more than once. We're the island of misfits, but we just get along. <laughs> and, and we all come out to help each other in a community. And it's, and it's like I said, I didn't start it to be that way, but it's kind of what it evolved to. You know, well, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of friends that, that are you know, bodybuilders, but come from the background of recovery. Yes. Um, and, you know, in doing this podcast, like everybody we've ever talked to, they sort of start their bodybuilding careers with some great calamity. Accord. I agreed. Absolutely. Like something terrible happens. <laughs> yeah. It's their origin story. It's their origin. It's like coming like a comic book superhero or villain, you know, it's like <laughs> something extraordinary happens to them that, you know, would 
destroy anybody else. And instead they turn that around and build this new body and new life for themselves. And they do it and, and they find some worth in it, you know, and they find yeah. some power in it and they, they re, they reborn themselves, you know, and they, and they do it. You're hundred percent correct. A lot of the folks that come here who are successful at this are people who come with just really destructive back, backgrounds or, you know, military that have strong PTSD and just can't oh, feel wow. and connect anywhere. We give a lot of that. Uh, you know, my hex, my husband's um, Marines as well, and um, I, I was a contractor and all those good things, you know, and so we, we can relate with all that. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of dark and a lot of a lot of broken folks that come through these doors when they first come here, and, and they just connect. And I don't know if it's just the people that that's who we are, that we, you know, there's we we just we just really care. I, we, I mean, I want to. I don't want to say anything. Uh, uh, You're not going to be bashing Planet Fitness today. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the the pizza and candy that they have sitting there, but you know, <laughs> it's not uh, Shay's Hot Kitchen, which we'll get to in a minute. But you know, in terms of like you know gym environments, what do you think is like an unhealthy env- or or a, a you know a discouraging environment? What does that look like? Well, I guess that's to each their own, right? I mean. What, what I might find is discouraging. Some people love, you know, I, I, I can't go to a, a big box gym and get the, and get a, a, a workout that I feel like I yeah. come out and my hands are dirty and I'm sweaty and I'm, you know, when there's no AC in my gym and it's all out, basically outside in a warehouse. Wait a second. Uh, You're in Austin, Texas, and you have no air conditioning in your gym. Absolutely correct. What are days like when it's 115 degrees outside in Texas? It's hot, but it's amazing. I'm telling you, it, it, you can you can build some strong souls. <laughs> well, I actually, you know, my bodybuilding career started yeah. lifting at the University of Texas at Austin with Jan and Terry Todd. Nice. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them. That's I didn't know you're from Austin. That's great. Well, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm I'm dying to go uh, work out at your gym, but and it went you know when, not when it's hot outside. <laughs> oh, come on, but come on, they can break you. And you know we do we do have a lot of bodybuilders, so they they utilize that that time to really it's it's like um what I say it's Brigman's yeah. it's Brigman's workout or Brigman's workout. I mean the the, the the hundred degrees comes free with a gym. You don't have to pay for it here. You know, but you guys it's, have that big giant box fans that you know blast we a have, lot of we air have circulation. Those big ass fans, or yeah. they're called big ass fans on the on on our roof. Um, our ceiling and we have the big box fans. Yeah. And that is, that is essential. But I would tell you, if you, if, if you start working out and you get the sweat and you get, you get, you just get the grit, the grind, you know, just the grit. It's just really hard to go back to, um, the hotel style gyms. Mm. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, my first gym was Some a hotel gym in the, in Puerto Rico in the 1980s. <laughs> and you know, you, I don't know if you ever watched dynasty, on yes. television from the, from, the, from the 80s. That gym yes. that they had in their house, that was the gym that I used to work out in. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it was like so, you know, some of that stuff was so ridiculous. And, you know, I envy all these young people today who, you know, have converging hammer strength machines and all this like really cool uh, technologies and understanding of how to build muscle. Yeah. You know, we sure. just didn't have that growing up. You and I are about the same age, you know, so we're masters. <laughs> it was a different world. That's for sure. Or mistresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed uh, uh, the Olympia doesn't have a master's division for women. It doesn't have masters at all. But for women, though, for women, for men, it does, for does it? For anybody. For Z- no, they haven't had it like in 11 or 13 years. Okay. 
mini masters. But and, and can we explain to the listeners real fast that that's for bodybuilders who are over the age of fifty? Is that right? Well, you know, it is. Well, here's the deal: Mas- uh-huh. uh, well, Olympia to be qualified for the Olympia, you have to win first place at a pro show. Okay. Okay. So wh- whatever your age is, you have to win. Now, if you win first place at a masters category, that doesn't qualify you. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, however. This year, 2023, they're bringing back Masters Olympia. So it's it's for the you know savvy uh, lifters like you and I who have been. Because <laughs> this it's is the thing about it for I, me. It's yeah. like we went to the um, what was it the the NPC Nationals, the Gladiator mm-hmm. here, Midwest Gladiator, the Midwest Gladiator, and they had the Masters division. It was fifty and above, and there was five contestants. And I was like, yes. three of those. Five contestants. I could have taken my shirt off, slathered some uh, tanning stuff, and <laughs> gone home with a sword. Tan, tan yeah. on you, you know. And, and I, that's why I think it's really cool. It's like you know that, that there's all you know. Everybody seems feels very intimidated about bodybuilding in these contests, but once you actually go, you realize that it's you know it's a much bigger picture. It's a much broader sure. range of physiques than we the people that we see in the magazines or the Instagram accounts. Yeah, it's way it's way broader than yeah. those isolated few. But yeah, they're bringing it back in 2023. It's going to be, I think, August this year. So, and they're hand selecting who can compete at the at the um, Olympia Masters. It's going to be, be doing it. Will be in Romania. Uh, Shay, are you going to do it? Uh, again, you have to be selected to do it. So well, they have to petition and be like, if you want me, bring me to your Olympia. Uh, <laughs> do you have to uh, win a Masters regional, or they're just gonna? In order no, to be selected, that, or they're just going to go around the country and be like, we want you to compete, we want you to compete. They right? are asking, you know, I did a pro show, pro Masters, and I did win in yeah. 2020, but there was no Masters at that point. But this year, they're bringing the 23 Masters Olympia to Romania, and you have to apply for it, and they will choose who gets to compete. Mm. And I, they mean yeah. the IFBB. A lot of young people today say this, like, you know, the bodybuilding contests are overrated, that their contest is Instagram. <laughs> you know mm. the, the 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 what is it the the verdict of public opinion as opposed to a a panel of judges of judges you know and and you know other people who are definitely aligned with contests say that it's such a unique experience that if that's your passion you definitely should do it at least once in your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, far as for, far as competing, they should do it mm-hmm. once in their life. As you're saying, yeah. Um, for sure, absolutely. I mean, no one really realizes how hard it is, or or what it completely entails until you actually tr- go through it at least once or twice, mm-hmm. because it's pretty cumbersome. Fausto's training, and he was uh, talking to some people at work for a contest coming up, and the guy at work is like, "Oh, when are you starting your training?" And Fausto just looks at him like, uh, thirty years ago, <laughs> 30, <laughs> basically." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I get that all the time. When are you going to start prepping? I'm like. I started about when I was twenty eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, but does it does it crush your soul a little bit when someone's like, "Oh, you lift weights," and you're like, "Oh, oh my God, <laughs> I'm in oh, Jesus Christ." <laughs> the, or they're, they'll say, "Are, are you mm-hmm. a power lifter, or are you, you CrossFit?" <laughs> is it easy, for when you're getting ready for a contest for you? Is it easier to kind of like to bulk up, or is it easy, is it harder to trim down? I can put on weight pretty easy. So yeah. I put on, I, yeah, I'm, 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 I got, I get, I got up to 210 this, this off season. And, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that was on a, and that was a clean bulk. That was not even e- eating crap. That was eating 100% on a clean bulk. I stay with my coach year round. So oh, off wow. season is just important with, 
in season. So everything that goes into my mouth was, you know, prescribed by a coach in order to gain the certain amount of weight. So that when we start dialing down, which we're starting to do now, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, you're not, you're sustaining muscle, you're making muscle versus just gaining fat. So you're training for a contest right now. Oh yeah. What what are you, what are you going to enter into? Can you say? Um, I've, I am looking into, um, the pros obviously, uh, but doing open pros and maybe some masters this summer. Mm, awesome. And if you win, you get a boat, a car. <laughs> yeah. You get a plastic hundred thousand dollars and a lifetime supply of cosmetics. Uh, Anastasia <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Protein, right? <laughs> what are they giving away uh, as as prizes now for women's bodybuilding? Oh, it contests? depends on the show, but it yeah. can be anywhere from a couple grand to mm-hmm. five grand. It's not a lot, ten grand. I mean, when you consider how much it costs to do these things, it's yeah. pennies. Well, but, yeah, just know, the food alone. Don't do it for the money. We don't do it for the money. Yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a rich sport, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people hope to get like a sponsorship or you know <sighs> get get something out of it, and you know, just also the the victory, right? Is should might be enough for a lot of people. That's pretty much why I do it is because I like to win. Mm. So I well, mean, and you're a beautiful, strong, myself. bold woman who teaches and and you know mentors and coaches so many people. Um, what are some of the similarities uh, that those individuals have when they come to you and seeking help for building muscle? What are the things they have in common? Okay, name that question one more time. Say it one yeah, more time. Like what, do, what do they, when people turn to you and say, Shay, I'm, I'm, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get big? You know, I guess I'm trying to get you to sort of define what bodybuilding is or how it works or... You know, and I always tell people it's, it's the art of eating and turning that food into muscle by Absolutely. getting those nutrients into the cells. It's, uh, it's not, you know, 85% yeah. of it's the nutrition of it behind it. Yeah. And it's getting, I always say, if I can get my client's head right, I can get their body to follow. And a lot of times it's the self-sabotaging. It's the self-depreciations. It's all the past of, of I can't do this or I'm not worth it that we have to get through. I mean, my job, I kid you not, is 90% psychological. Really? And that, that's the way I look at it. And that's why, I mean, I retain my clients. I have clients for five, six years. I have no openings in my books. I can't get rid of them if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not charging $400 a session like a psychiatrist is. But, yeah. but I tell you, they stick with me since I, I, have, I have pretty much the same clients I've had for years now because they will not take up their space because they feel it's worth, and they get their results. But, but the mindset is what we've worked so much on. If I can get the mind right, then the body the body will follow. What's the mindset? What does that look like to you? Again, the self sabotaging, yeah. the self destruction, the and I'm not worth it. Um, I you know the not prioritizing prioritizing themselves. Um, you know the uh, pressures from not feeling good enough from other people. If we can get that to get work, everything seems to fall into place. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, uh, you know, you sound a lot like an Oprah Winfrey episode where you like you have to make time to take care of yourself, you know. And you do. And and whenever I go like visit family in Texas, you know, I'm like, uh, we're gonna have good food. We're gonna have all the time to go to the gym. And then I feel like I'm playing that video game where you're like dodging things as you're driving <laughs> down the road, you know. And there's always just somebody trying to sabotage, sabotage. your gains, and and, and with the best of intentions, you know. 
Right. Oh, yeah. My family, I had to, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And, and my dad, up until he passed in 19, you know, he was still trying to feed me every time I weared around. And he finally got to where he understood, okay, this is something she's doing seriously. And this, I can't make her shrimp with really butter. It's shrimp, though, you know, but with butter and, and potatoes and with, you know, cheese on it. It's shrimp, though, or fish. You know, they, they finally get to where they understand that, no, dad, I, I can't have that. I know I can have it. I'm choosing not to. Well, I mean, if it frits your macros. <laughs> no. no. So you feel like it, it's uh, in terms of like nutrition, it's not just about the macros. It's also about the food choices. It's about well. the food choices. It's about the sugar. It's about the conversion of how the body breaks things down into sugar. It's about all those. You know, it depends on your goal. You yeah. know, not, not everybody's wanting to get on the stage, so they don't have to be as strict. Sure. Sure. But, you know, but if they're wanting to lose 30 pounds and they're not, let's look at your diet. Why? I, but I mean, I'm following the macros, but I'm eating six donuts and, you know, a, you know, a, a piece of fish at night. Why, why am I not losing weight? Well, because those donuts have a lot of fat in them. <laughs> and then you have a lot of sugar. You know, sugar. like uh, this is the thing I've learned and in guide, you know, I don't do coaching. I do consultation and sort of like get people started to work with a coach. And the thing that I talk to them is like, yeah, if you're going to be a vegan, go for it, but you're going to track your food and you're going to soon see that a giant bowl of garbanzos is not going to have as much protein as an eight ounce portion of chicken. Absolutely. And, you know, so if you're okay with eating, you know, a pile of garbanzos several times a day then it's going to be a lot easier for you to build protein a bought muscle with a vegan diet than it is in a more traditional diet. I mean, it can be done. They, they have to, I'm not a big, I'm not a, I don't preach the vegan, um, you know, methodologies and, and, the, and the diets and stuff like that. I'll cook it and make it for them. If that's what I have to do, but I'm, I, I'm not, you know, I always pass off anybody who wants to be a vegan, who wants to work with me. I'll give them to somebody I know who's better at it than I am. And I got to say, you know, a lot of those, like I, I was looking even, you know, the non-bodybuilding meal plans and all those services, and some of the food is just lousy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. It's, hard to say, it's hard to say on a plan when the food sucks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I started my, uh, my, my Shay's Hot Kitchen, and I started that for clients, but that couldn't keep, that couldn't um, say, stick to a diet because everything was flavorless. I thought it had to taste like cardboard. And so I started just kind of prepping some things and preparing things because I use a lot of spices and flavor, but none of them have sugar. And, and yes, they have salt, and that's okay because we need salt. It's essential. And, um, you know, and again, it depends on where you're at and your goals. If you're hitting a stage on Friday, you may not need salt on Thursday, you know, but before that you do. But anyways, so I started that, uh, my mm -hmm. meal prep company, in order to get flavor to these people and so they can stick to their plan. I just had a, a girl who sent me a text Day for yesterday, I just posted on Facebook that she's already dropped fifty pounds, fifty pounds just just by eating my food and cardio. That's it. Wow, that's it. it over like a period of literally four 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 and a half months. What's your current that's macro? A, that's a good steady decline, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm I mean, she had what's your current foods. macro breakdown? I'm sorry. What's your current macro breakdown? For me personally, yeah. I'm just curious. I don't know. You have one feel comfortable sharing uh, that. I typically have about 35, 40 grams of protein per meal. But I mean, have, like in a total I, day, because so people sort of can get an idea of so what they're I doing. Six, six, I eat six times a day. So let's uh -huh. say, you know, 40, 40 times six, 240. 240 so, grams of protein a day. 
Mm-hmm. And then carbs, fats? My carbs are that one time were a lot. Right now they're not. Um, they're about about this almost the same, maybe less, about two hundred grams a day. Okay. And then fats are very uh just probably under 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 thirty, under forty. Damn. Under thirty? Yeah, oh yeah. You got to be bo- you, you cooking stuff. I mean, you got to be boiling it. I imagine steamed. I, steamed. I eat ninety nine one turkey and and fish, white fish. So right now, but that's it. And egg whites. Yeah, that's the wow. thing. Is like you know, what are your thoughts about eggs? Because everyone's like, I had this one time. This old bodybuilder come up to me. He's like, "You want to build muscle? You go to Costco, get yourself several trays of eggs, and you eat those eggs because eggs are the fountain of." protein and protein builds muscle and i started looking at the eggs and i'm like these are so high in fat yeah the yolks the yolks yeah no, no I'm high uh-huh. acids too but you know i i think i you know i think you got your eggs you've got your white chicken and even dark chicken for some people who have faster metabolisms or, or um you've got lean steak you've got sirloin you've got salmon you've got white fish you've got ahi tuna you've got cod You've got turkey, 991, 937. There you go. And what she's talking about the turkey is the the amount of fat. fat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like lean ground beef yeah. is 90%. Potatoes, green beans, or broccoli, four, four, four to six times a day, you're going to see some weight loss. But then there's Shay's secret spices that make the so delicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people can do it all day long. They just won't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just easier for them to come pick up a package with everything counted out for them. Well, that's the thing that's so exciting about building muscle today is that you have a lot of these apps that turn the mechanism of tracking your food or your workouts yes. into almost like a game. Sure. And so, you know, and it's interesting, like in terms of gaming theory or practice, it's like when, when you know, Mary Poppins said this, right? In every job that must be done, there is have to be an element of fun. When you find the fun, then snap, the job becomes a game mm. and the task is done. And, and in a lot of ways, you know, these, with these apps, you sort of like are, you know, tricking yourself into following this and you want to get the score, right? You sure. Want, absolutely. <laughs> whereas in the old days, you know, with, uh, and you and I came of age, uh, with Corey Everson on I television, mm-hmm. you know, uh, teaching America how to build muscle. Yep. Did you watch that show? Clever. Yeah. She's my idol. Did you ever meet her? No, but she, she, I have her on my Facebook and she's awesome. I love her. She's, she was the reason, all reason I got into her and Rachel McLeish. Yeah. Yeah. So people don't know Corey Everson. She was kind of like at the age of the time period when daytime fitness shows were all the rage in the eighties. And I forgot her name of her show was like, um, uh, body flexing or something like that. Body sculpting. That was the name of the show. And she had this really hot guy with her. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all the guys were like, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I followed a, a lot of her workouts, and that's kind of like was my when, my first sort of bodybuilding experience was through watching Corey on television. I had get all the muscle and fitness magazines. I think I still have a lot of them, boxes of them. And I used to take hers and go copy it from our copy machine and laminate it. And those were, those were my workouts, you know, going into – I, you know, I didn't know nothing. I, did, I was my own coach going into my shows and everything. I knew nothing at the time. I taught myself everything, you know, down to everything, down to the sodium levels, what I was trying to do. I mean, I, everything was, you know, we, I didn't have a computer then. Yeah, there was no internet. All the access to the information that we had then. So you had to read 
and had to actually read. And did you ever get like Arnold's uh, Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding? I did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Someone stole it from the gym, but yes, I had it. <laughs> I will get another one. Well, do you feel like it, in a lot of ways that that information in the past has any of that changed? Uh, I mean, certainly there's like, you know, people were taught to do full range sit-ups, which nobody seems to be doing anymore. Is one example you know, of that. I, I, I think it's all back to the basics. If you ask me, I think you can get fancy with all this stuff, but the food is the same. I mean, nutrition is nutrition. Our bodies, have, I mean, there's mm-hmm. might be some better options or like avocado, you know, versus, you know, or the MCT oils that we didn't have back then for, you know, um, just different options. But nutrition is, I mean, just the clean nutrition and pick shit up hard, pick it up, put it down. <laughs> I pick up heavy things and I put them down. Pick up heavy things and put them down. (laughs) You know, they have come up with all these gravy exercises and you're like, it's just fluff. You know, it's Instagram models or this and that. It's just, just go pick stuff up and put it down. Yes. Keep your form right and all that good stuff. But it's just, let's get back to basics. Shay, as, as a woman in bodybuilding, as a, as a woman who's also a a teacher, a mentor, a coach, you know, the, is, is is there some there is a benefit in some ways of having um, coming from your own perspective? Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of like you know getting people to bring down their walls and opening themselves up to new ideas and new approaches? Good question. Um, I mean. As from a woman's perspective, as far as owning this gym, it was, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I'm answering your answer this correctly, but you know, I was kind of like, this was, you know, Ronnie Coleman style gym. This was all the things that, you know, all Branch Warren, all these heavy guys at Arlington, or Arlington Metroflex, because we're a franchise, you know, that started the, this brand. And, and coming in as a female, you know, I had to, I feel like I had to really prove myself in terms of ha- having the street cred and, and, the, and, the, and the credibility to, to, Mm-hmm. to stand these guys. I wasn't a pro when I bought this gym. I had to work for, I worked for that the whole time so that I would get some street cred. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I think as a female though, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I have much barriers cause I don't really see the barriers if I do, but um, I've had a, a couple people come in and say they want a guy, you know, to do this. They want a guy to do that. They want, they want the guy to do this and all those things. And then they end up with me about six months later when <laughs> they're like, you tried the rest the, uh, now have the best. <laughs> and, 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 and I kid you not, because I, you know, have a, I have a note right here for a, a guy that um, was sent to me that he wants a, you know, wants a uh, nutrition advice. He was sent to me, and he from another trainer at another gym that that I cook his food, and he wanted nutrition advice, but um, he wanted to have someone do online workout, but he wants a guy. He didn't want a girl. My name is you know, Universal, so he didn't know it was a female. And then John, who you we were talking, who opened this conversation, said, "Well, the female is the the pro here. The female is the one that owns the company. The female is the one that does the nutrition, and she owns the nutrition place. And she, the female, is the one that has all the book, booked up clients where she can't <laughs> she can't take anymore. So you may want her, but that's up to you." Well, do you feel like there's there's never been any kind of obstacles for you in your career path, or or do you feel like those Obstacles don't really matter when you got results. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see it as obstacles. Yeah, I, they're cliche, but I see them as opportunities. Because part of it is like you know, with a lot of people who do get coaches, they have negative experiences that the coach doesn't understand where they're coming from. 
And, you know, certainly for somebody who's in their fifties, um, my big fear was like working with somebody who didn't understand all the injuries that I've (laughs) accumulated through the course of my life. And, you know, I've had like the the only time I've ever been injured at a gym is because I was lifting with somebody who in their twenties and they're like, Oh, come on, man, you could do it. And you're just like, yeah. And you're just like, Oh, well, there we go. You know, lifting. Yeah. What's the name of that guy who tore his bicep and ended his career? There's a, Australian, he like was struggling with uh, oh, yeah. meth addiction. Lee Priest. Lee, well, not just Lee Priest. Uh, it was another guy, but um, I'm blanking on his name. He was like he played Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Calum uh, Calum, yeah, yeah. I think he's South Africa. That's right. That's right. He had a meth addiction too. He, uh, yeah, I, yeah, and he's in recovery now and stuff. No so. boy, poor thing. But you know, that's the thing about it is, is like for a lot of these guys, it's like you know. Sometimes when building muscle comes easy to you, you don't understand how valuable that is and you're willing to sacrifice it more. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's a sad thing. But, you know, like again, you put the nail on the head. A lot of these people come from addictive pasts of something. Um, And and they they are hard. And the people that do the best at this sport are super, super hard and critical on themselves. It's it, It can be... Overwhelmingly, it can it can be it can be a, you know analysis paralysis in terms of the over critical how critical they are of every spec just piece of their body, you know, yeah. and that's why they're so good at the, what they do. But it takes someone that I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to call it narcissistic because it's not narcissistic because it's a sport, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, if you're if you're a, a swimmer, you want to be the best. You're going to work your ass off to be the best swimmer. If you're, if you're going to be a bodybuilder, you want to be the best bodybuilder. So um, it takes a lot of work and, and um, dedication. So, you know, these people are just are so coming from these paths that are so addictive of something, from something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really easy to get back into something else. If, if, the, if you're not progressing or succeeding at this rate that you think you want, there's, there's always those ones who got to fill that void somehow. And so how do you give them, like, Mama Shay loving? Like, uh, you know, because sometimes it's, uh, people just need to hear, like, I like you just the way you are. Yeah. But I also want you to be the best you possibly can be. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah. I mean, and, and as far as the female being that, I, I don't know. I, I just try to say very, I listen to my people. I mean, they're all different. They all got their own, they all got their own thing, man. You got the thing that makes them tick. And like I said, if I can get their mind right and keep that clear, everything else will follow. It just happens. Mm. And that's where you step back and you shut up and you listen. You know? And you figure it out together. What did you have for breakfast today? (laughs) (laughs) I had one egg with a cup of egg whites and a cup of spinach. No hot sauce? No. No. I mean, I I could, as long as it has no sugar in it, but I don't. No. And then I had... One cup of egg whites and 30 grams of cream of rice for my meal, too. Okay. So two breakfasts. I like that. I love two. I love my breakfasts. Yeah, I have the concept of a pre-breakfast. <laughs> Pre-breakfast. Pre- pre- like, I like it's that. It's like your warm-up for the first meal of the day. And I, I'm a big believer in uh, fresh fruit. Oh, um, I love it. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, fruit doesn't have a lot of uh, carbs in it. And a lot of that is... Uh, has a lot of fiber. So, you know, I'm not recommending a banana, but like honeydew, I'm like, it's, I'm in heaven. Just yeah, a, these are great. Berries you know. are great. They're low sugar. Berries, blueberries, blackberries, yeah. red berries, strawberries. 
Blueberries. Of course, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but uh, what is your thoughts on uh, people putting a scoop of whey protein in their morning coffee? Ew. Is that a thing? <laughs> I do it. No, you don't. I mean, yes, I do. I just did it today. As long as it doesn't curl up, go for it. No, it, well, I mean, because, again, you know, you and I, when we were in our 20s, you yeah. know, we so saw either family ball. members or ourselves uh, taking whey, and whey was nasty. Mm-hmm. It clogged up. It was exactly. like, yeah, it wouldn't mix with anything. Yeah. It's more processed now. What is it in your coffee? I don't know how, what they're doing to whey. And I'm, and this is my feeling about like all these whey and casein. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Is that it's a supplement. It's not meant to replace food Absolutely. and your protein I, source. I, I preach to all my people, eat yeah. foods more. We, we'll do, I, I'll put isolate in there or casein in there for like a night in the shake if they're, before they go to bed or something like that. But if I can get them to eat food, I'd rather them eat food. Well, because there's stuff in food we just don't even know about. Exactly. Right? Yep. You know, and, and that's the thing of like, it, especially in this day and age that we live in, there is all this like new information, you know, myostatin inhibitors. <laughs> which we see like in those photos of those cows and bulls that have all these muscles, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Something along that lines now, gene therapy for it. There's, there's a the- gene therapy. There's a stem cell therapy that I was uh, listening to a podcast about this. And my friend, uh, she's a female bodybuilder here in Chicago and she goes to Brazil every year to do stem cell therapy. Wow. And so, you know, yeah. if you're familiar with um, um, Kim Kardashian, she took, they take your blood out, they mm-hmm. they isolate elements in the blood and then inject it back into your skin and then over the course of a year as a rejuvenating effect. And so for That's a right. lot of bodybuilders, as you age, you know, your joints and your tendons wear out. And so using stem cell therapy in that same manner that Kim Kardashian puts it into her face wow. um, has this really powerful anti-inflammatory and rejuvenating effect. But it doesn't come cheap, does it? It's, you know, about six grand now. So, and, and, you know, and, and plus the traveling fees. And so a lot of people, a lot of these pro bodybuilders, a lot of these professional sports athletes that are, you know, getting older and older, they're the ones going, spending all their money going to other countries to do it. But the pharmaceutical industry in the United States uh, fights against it because it's a, a very effective at, at stopping and ending uh, disease. And so for them, it's like, it's, it's really hard to make money when you have- yep a one-time treatment that can stop something that otherwise it would be making money by giving you medication on, as an ongoing basis. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also, you know, like peptides that are um, not for human consumption, <laughs> but uh, everybody's buying them on the internet. And a lot of these, like I just did a, um, a cycle of peptides for my joints. And I found this also from my, my other friend, and she was recommending it to me. And it was just like, it was such, uh, it was BPC and TB500. Don't ask me what they mean. TB500, yeah, I know what that is. And, and uh, you know, I basically six to eight weeks of taking this, uh, these, these peptides. They're injected, right? Injected into the area of your muscle. Uh, not your muscle, but, you know, the like, so if you're having elbow problems, you want to inject it near your elbows. Mm-hmm. And it really did a lot, um, you know, because I've been lifting since I was in eighth grade, you know. And for me, it's like, you know, I was just like, God, can I continue doing this? It's like, you know, I'm doing my first contest this year. Oh, good. And I'm like... 
part, there are days where I'm like, I'm going to own it. And then on the other days, I'm like, I'm going to make a fool of myself. That's your saboteur. No, you're not. You're going to be, it's going to be awesome. But I met my, uh, actually a friend of mine or somebody that I know, um, he's going to be competing against me. Uh, this year, and he's like way better physique than I am. So stop like here. There you go, right there. Stop <laughs> that right there. What you just said, you stop that stuff. Well, I'm how about sabotage? Make, you just have to make sure he doesn't show stop up on it. the day of the contest. Yeah, he's going to have an accident. <laughs> stop. Cut his brakes of this car. <laughs> All right, Tanya. Jesus. Tanya Harding. Yeah, get get my boyfriend to bring a ba- bad being. Why God. me? You know, the bodybuilding contests are actually really, like, wholesome. Play- There's none of this, like, Tanya Harding kind of stuff happening. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I've, I've met some pretty good ladies in line. And here, yeah. it's, it's all, and I, uh, I have to stop myself from this every, every single time. Because mm-hmm. the last couple times I did it, when they're about to have a breakdown, in the, in the line as we're going on, having a breakdown, I don't know, what you, I can't, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. I, I, self-doubt, self-doubt, self-doubt. I'm like, you know, like 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 the episode of the Airplane where they slap this crap. Oh. Out of them. Like, <laughs> you're here already. You're here. And I'm like, stop it, pull it together. You got this. Breathe through it. And they beat me. <laughs> so oh, no. oh, no. that's like, I'm not doing this anymore. Y'all are on your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. You got to bring uh, like some f- delicious food that doesn't right. help. You know, that stop day. Talking. Would anybody like some of my cupcakes? <laughs> They're made with butter, uh, yeah, extra donuts, salt. pancakes, anything, girls. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Stop! You guys can't do the self talk. You can't compare yourself to anybody. It's you against you, and that's it. And this is your first year, so this is your starting base. Mm. You start looking at your competition; it's game over. You got to stop that. Well, it will get into your head, and it will mess you up. Don't compare yourself to anybody else but you. Well, and it's really encouraging to see a lot of LGBTQ plus people and their allies uh, participating in these things and, and, and seeing people speaking out against transphobia and homophobia in the sport. And to me, it's like, um, it, it, it's so exciting to see that because it used to be such a toxic, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger said, homophobia is slowly killing bodybuilding because people, men have a hard time saying to another man, you look beautiful. And so they're trying to sort of be like mass monsters or or almost go for the grotesque when ultimately, you know, we're looking for something aesthetic and beautiful as well. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. And in terms of like, uh, you know, for trans people or people who are non-binary and for women, you know, in taking like performance enhancing drugs or steroids, like how does that conversation take place? Like for somebody who's like, you know, I want to build muscle, but I'm also worried about it changing my voice or my uh my face or my body yeah. in a way that's not feminine for me well that's always a, you know it's always a scare i i highly recommend people um you know i'm 53 in april i highly recommend people that are going to go that route to go with a go with a company like an hrt company you know that and don't buy the stuff off the streets. You know, HRT go through stands the, for hormone replacement therapy. Hormone replacement therapy, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 a lot of times you can get whatever you need there. And again, depends on your goals. Whatever you know, I, I'm at a pro level, and I get everything I need from my hormone replacement therapy. Everything that I get is prescribed from a doctor, and I'm I'm not going to take my life down for it. You know, for the street drugs and the other things, I'm just not going to do it. 
I'm not. Mm. I'm fortunate. Whatever I can get from them, whatever they need, if it's whether it be peptides or, you know, GH, which I can get through them, it's all 100% prescribed through doctors. And, uh, and my blood work is done every eight weeks. Although growth hormone is so expensive, man. If I, if I could uh, grow it like um, people no grow their own marijuana, I'd do it. No kidding, right? <laughs> I mean, it is expensive. and yeah. But, you know, it's, it's an anti-aging, too, as well, like you said, with the whole um, blood uh, doping stuff, whatever they're doing up there, but ever, but you know, I just, I just choose to do it that way through nutrition, through hard work, through keeping my thyroid regular, keeping my, you know, keeping, keeping my hormones in check. And, you know, so I highly recommend that if to any of my clients that are, that are my age or over 30, um, because everything starts to decline, I'd have, I just have them start getting their blood work done and have it speak with a physician that knows what they're talking about. That doesn't, measure people by ranges they measure the people by the individuals well you a lot know, of doctors don't even know anything about bodybuilding exactly. and so it's exactly. finding the right person in the first place and i have two great contacts that work yeah. all over the world and it's all over the online and they're 100 um legal you know everything's legal well, a lot of people don't realize, like, it, you know, whether you're trans or a bodybuilder, if you're taking testosterone, it's growing more blood cells in your body. Right. And so, for example, the act of giving blood or removing blood from your body has to be part of that process. Sure. Yep, absolutely. And it, because you're, you're growing more blood, ironically, your iron in your body is going to be depleted. And sometimes people, like, suffer from anemia or – or, um, fatigue, you know, because the, the iron in their body is so low in, in proportion right. to their blood. Right. And they're like, but I'm not, I'm, I'm postmenopausal. I'm a dude, you know, why do I need iron? <laughs> you know, Again, things like that. Have, have to have that look under a, a doctor that, or uh, HRT person that knows what they're talking about, you know, and your life can be a lot better. Just, just your, your, like, again, yeah. your balance, your hormones, your moods, your no mood swings. Why I have to live the life guessing all the time? I mean, I want to know. Well, I look at someone like Kai Green in that film, uh, Generation Iron, and he was like building muscle in the ghetto and, and you know, subsidized housing. Um, and he was doing everything at the lowest cost possible. Mm-hmm. And he built this massive physique with very, very modest means. And of course, Kai Green is an extraordinary, you know, part of it is he's an extraordinary person. His community, his gym, his body, his life is extraordinary as well. But it also, the takeaway here is that, you know, you know, he had it all stacked up against him and he still persevered. Exactly. And some of us here are sitting in our bougie houses with air conditioning and... <laughs> yep. you know, and we're like complaining that we had to not eat, you know, ice cream that night. I, I can't. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, there's something to be respectable about those who don't have, have uh, as much that somehow get it done. You know, Mark, you were saying that there was a guy uh, who he is spending $2 million a year <laughs> in anti-aging therapy. And so he's kind of like doing all the things the bodybuilders do especially the high-end athletes and stuff, but he's not building muscle. Well, he made a, t- he made a ton of money by selling yeah. uh, like a software thing to a bank, so he made like $800 million, you know? <laughs> so it's nothing for him. So he's got, and so he's just like, I want to uh, you defy aging. So he's just spending about $2 million a year on all these different kinds of tests, and he's working with people. He got himself a medical degree. 
but he's having wow. like every single organ, like having a readout for that. Cause he's like, you know, everything's anecdotal, 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 but you know, where's the hard science behind all that kind of stuff. And what we sure. found like through bodybuilding and everything, like if you don't write it down, if you don't analyze it and know where you're going, uh, you don't know where you're going to go to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But he, they he, like, what's his name? Uh, his name is, um, hold on a second. It's uh, Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. So he's one of those like tech billionaires mm-hmm. and he's like turning around and, and trying to start do another startup in anti-aging. And that's kind of like a very exciting field in terms of medical science and in terms of sports science, mm-hmm. because everybody wants to invest money into this stuff. And so the world's, they're saying actually that we are living amongst the people right now that will live to be 200 years old. Mm. Wow. Well, his, his, his diet consists well, of Brian will for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, he's vegan. He might he be eats, the only one, but <laughs> eats less than 2000 calories a day, exercises an hour a day, uh, goes to bed every time, every day at the same time. And he wears blue blocker glasses for the two hours before he goes to bed so that he gets a, a better night's sleep. So wow. I'm a big fan of like uh, just having beef and broccoli before bed. Before bed, and the thing, yeah, like it's just cut out all your carbs an hour, at least an hour to two hours before your bed. Are you? Do you have a coach that you're you're following? I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. Good. You know, I mean, you're 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 looking at me. <laughs> He's kind of laughing at that. Well, no, no, no. I, it's hey, I've seen it. You can you can slice this pie a thousand different ways. Well, part of it is like I feel like carbohydrates kind of have a stimulant. Uh, you know, this is a weird thing. Like if you have a big meal, it kind of makes you sleepy, right? But if you have like a more modest meal, it can kind of energize you. And sometimes just having like you know, uh, carbo- a lot of carbohydrates before going to bed, your body's kind of digesting that throughout the night and it interferes with your sleep. Your thoughts. I don't get any carbs before I go to bed, so I can't even speak to <laughs> at all during day. Or I get night. egg whites. That's what I get. But you know, like, uh, and, and this is something that I've experienced and seen a lot of, uh, people do throughout the years is they're big fans of casein, which mm-hmm. is slow digesting protein, taking a scoop or two of that before going sure. to bed um, sure. helps, you know, fight m- the destruction of muscle, but it also gives your body the nutrients it needs to build as you sleep. Sure. You yep. Know? Higher calories, but yes. Yeah. And I have clients that do that too as well. They have the KCM before bed with a handful of scoop of peanut butter or the 24 almonds, something like that. Shay, what's your favorite smoothie recipe? Can you share that with us? I don't, you know, <laughs> you're not a fan of it. I'm not a big fan of them, but anything with yeah. anything with fruit, you you bet I'm in. Anything with fruit, you know, berries or mango or oh man, I start salivating. Dried fruit, oh my gosh, love it. Uh, Can't have it either. One hot trend this week that I'm seeing on the internet. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. Is a hundred repetition finishers? Wow. So they're doing like say you know. Um, there's a school of thought, right? So you're training your chest and your biceps as opposed to your chest and your triceps on that day. So you're sort of like targeting the smaller mm-hmm. muscle groups more. And so they, at the end of your workout, you find the lightest weight possible and just you go get, for it. get that blood pumping in there and do, uh, you know, a lot of people can't even do 50 with the lightest yeah. weight possible, but the idea is, is getting that volume in there. So you're yeah. training your body more like a gymnast for bigger biceps, for example. I like it. I do it. You do it? 
I do it. What are the best uh, muscle groups to train in that method? I just did arms that way uh, day before yesterday, and I suck at doing arms. And I had uh, I had one of my trainers help me through a workout, and he busted my ass with a lot of exactly what you just talked about. Um, just doing that that as well. Shoulders, same thing. We do finishers with a light weight for as many reps as we can go till just absolutely go to failure. Or you're like uh, going uh, dumbbell side lifts for your um, yeah, like, shoulders. Uh, like using like the we'll use down. like. The, mm-hmm. The um, easy easy curl bar and do like a lean and we'll do them as far you know like at an angle to where you get a little bit more of a degree of a um, uh, less cheating and not utilizing the body stabilizing the body and going as far as you can with a super with a twenty bar you know and go as long as you can for that. Size yeah, it's interesting, pull. like when you sit down to do your dumbbell side lifts as opposed to standing, you're like okay, can't yeah, lift you as much. Less. Exactly, because you don't have the momentum as much. Is it better just to sit down all the time? Because it's like, you, you, with more weight comes more injuries. Well, it depends. If you're, if you're not keeping your form and you're just throwing stuff around, then probably, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if, you, know, you want to make sure you're training the muscle that you're training and not doing biceps when you're doing shoulders, you know, or, or doing calves. <laughs> A lot of people rock on their calves to get them up. You know? So if, if uh, you can't do the right, then go def- definitely go down on the weight for sure. I, I'm not an ego lifter, though. I am not an ego lifter. I don't care what people, what I lift, or how much I lift, or I am. It's not my thing. I, w- I just want to get results and and stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, I I can't tell you how many times that someone asked me, "How much do you lift, bro? How much do you bench?" It's always the first question I get. How much do you, I don't bench? So and there I'm you like, go. Well, well how much do you squat? We, I don't know. Why don't I, we find out to get you don't bench? You don't bench at all. Mm-mm. Not even dumbbells. Um, I'll do an incline. Okay. But no, I might have been sure. I've had more injuries with benching in the shoulders than I have um, any other things. So me personally, I don't bench. And I can find a, a you know, plus I have implants. So that's um, not the great, greatest thing for a female who has implants. Okay. Is there any special precautions you have to take if you have a, like a silicone implants in your chest? What was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, like, are there any special precautions you have to take? Well, you don't want to do a lot of decline. You don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, and I don't want to do a lot of bench. I'll do incline because mm-hmm. all you're doing is work. I mean, I paid for the bottom half. <laughs> I can work for the top. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're mine, but I paid for them. So. <laughs> How so do you just, widen uh, your lats? This is like the thing I've noticed a lot of uh, beginner bodybuilders, they can't widen their lats very so effectively. Yeah, shape, they, huh? you know, that's just a muscle memory Get in the shower, get against the back of the wall, flatten your back out, hold the, hold that stuff. Do a lot of uh, posing in between you and your back of trying to flare them out constantly. And, and you know, people get think people are out there posing between sets and stuff, but we were trying to do static holds to get the, the you know to mold the body. So I highly recommend that because that will help get them out there. But just that's muscle memory, time and time, practice, 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 practice with those lads. So just the flexing, just doing that posing is going to make them. It does, bigger. you know, learning because that's, that's, you know, I do some posing class teaching too. And that is the number one problem area for anybody, especially females to get to. But once they get it, man, they got it. And then. And then we just try to keep them like doing their pull-ups and doing wide pull-ups and then do static holds with posing, doing pull-downs, wide pull-downs, doing static holds with posing, hold, 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 and they'll start popping out. They'll start coming out. They'll that's, get it. That's some great information. Yeah, because this is the thing is like I know some muscular guys and when you get – this is a sexual thing. So you, you get them in the bedroom and they're like cats. 
<laughs> they lay on their back and they want you to scratch their tummies. <laughs> Metaphorically. Yeah. You know, or, and I'm like, and I, you know, chatting with them on social media, I'm like, do you enjoy, do you enjoy flexing your muscles? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, all this meat, no gravy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like a, a part of me is like, you know, uh, Bet Betty Davis said, you have to fall in love with the work. You do. And, and part you know, of it is like oh, some of these, these get over what mm -hmm. people think about you and get that and don't give a crap of what people about think about you. Then you're, you're doing great. Cause I think that's what holds most people back until they get comfortable, you know, in, in this gym, you know, we have people that are in bikinis doing their posing down the, you know, down the runway of the hallway of the gym. And, you know, guys are training that, you know, and these girls are half naked mm -hmm. and but no one cares. No one look, it's just such, you know, it's such, it's just so normal here, you know? It's there's no gawking, there's no sexualizing it, there's nothing. It's a sport, and we try to treat it as such. And if people can just get to the point where they they see it that way and start and take out the, you know, what the care what others think about them, then we're gonna you're gonna do a lot better. I don't mind so a little great, flirting at great, the gym. You know, the guards come down. You know, Shay, I don't mind a little flirting at the gym because that sometimes you know can you know when there's somebody that I'm really attracted to or admire or attracted or both. I'm definitely pushing myself harder because it's like, I'm excited to be there. You know, yeah. it's kind of like that, that thrill when you were a kid and went to Disney world or something, you know, it's yeah. it, there, you get a renewed sense of energy and enthusiasm. And sometimes people are like, why are you on your phone? And I was like, well, cause I'm trying to like keep my enthusiasm for this very repetitive work going on, you know, because ultimately it's like, we'll all be dead and buried sometime in the future. And so we have to find the the pleasure, the love of what we're doing on a daily basis. Yeah, but you got to find that pleasure and not to say what you're saying is wrong because yeah. that's what works for you. But what if the guy doesn't show up? Then, then I'm no fucked. Then you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's what if he's out out for three weeks? No well, what? That's what that's Instagram is for. <laughs> so you got to find that love in you. You got to find the appreciation in you, so that when you go to the gym, you see what you see in the mirror. You're doing it for you and nobody else. Yeah, the, the hero lies in you, as, as Whitney Houston said. That's why I can't I can't sing it, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> but don't don't do her workout. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah. It's gotta be you. It's you and you, you and you against the whole you, you and, and you. you. That's it. You and you and you. Um uh, favorite exercise for triceps. Oh god, it's about the arms. You know I hate the arms. Probably dips. Really, more than uh, tricep cable crossovers. Yeah, I like the, like the machine dips. Oh, the machine, machine dips where you're sitting dip. down and you're pushing down on the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's it's plate loaded, so you can go pretty heavy with it. Oh, you guys have a plate loaded one at at Metro Flex ATX. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are the hours? We for our members, we're 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365. I love it because um, we don't sleep. Athletes don't sleep. They got you. gotta have you gotta have access to this place whenever they need it. Um, but our front closes, you know, has regular hours mm. for, but if you're a member, you have access 24 seven. So can like people are visiting Austin work out there, like to see what the, what the legend <laughs> is all about. Sure. Yeah. We do day passes of course, and we do week passes and all that good stuff. Um, and I'll work with them if they're even can only come like on a Sunday when our front's closed, I'll work with them, just get them a pass to come in, pay, pay, pay for it in advance and get them a release liability signed and they can come. Enjoy the hot box. Ugh. 
<laughs> well, it's not hot today, though, is they it? They can take a little bit of grime with them as a t- as a uh, token. But you do have heat, right? No, so uh, that, we have nothing. So when it's when it's twenty degrees oh, in Texas, no. it's twenty degrees inside there. What? Well, absolutely. You have a you heater, but this our 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 building is so well insulated. We just shut our bay doors, and and people end up taking their jackets off and everything. I mean, they're working out like they are in the summertime. There's, it's not. We are, and we only get so many days of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when we had the snow apocalypse here, where you mm-hmm. couldn't do anything, I worked out every day, every day here. You know, right. with doors shut. Damn, Shay, you hardcore. Well, you know, girls gotta do like a girl can do. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon legend. That's it. Shay, I gotta keep up with these young asses. Shay, uh, you are such an inspiration to so many people, and and I really, I know your just schedule is insanely busy. And it's I just want to thank you so much for coming to talk to us today and, and shooting the I breeze. I appreciate it, y'all. And give I us really a little peek and a window into into what it takes to build muscle and what how legends are made. Well, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate y'all um, seeking people out that are doing well for others. So, thank you. I appreciate. It. Of course. Big hugs and, and kisses, and yeah. we look forward to seeing you next time we're in Austin. At oh, please do. Metro My Flex ATS. Yes. Get lunch at Shay's Hot Kitchen. All <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, we, it's, it's also a cafeteria? Uh, no, it's, I have a meal truck outside. Yeah. Oh, you do? It's, our, it's my meal prep trailer, yeah. Oh, so awesome. It, Oh my God! I totally want to eat your your uh, you know your your ground beef and uh, sweet potatoes and broccoli. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, let's make it happen. Y'all come this way. Let me know for sure. Thank you so All much, right. Shay. Take care, y'all. Uh huh. Bye bye. Best big, of luck. Big hugs. Bye bye. Shay Menchaca lives in Austin, Texas. She's the owner of Metro Flex Austin Gym and Shay's Hot Kitchen, and uh, she may be available as a personal trainer, but you're gonna have to. Uh, Send a really good letter, <laughs> like our friend John did. Uh, she's on Instagram, Shay underscore Glamazon underscore of underscore Metro FLX underscore IFBB. And of course, that's a mouthful there, but we'll put up the link in the show notes as well. And you can hang out with uh, Shay at her gym and, and build a muscular, a legendary physique. I don't know if you'd be able to work out there without heat or... Uh, um, I'm like, <laughs> I got to go like in April, you know? Because <laughs> you're, you're delicate when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, like, like, you know, they keep it cold in here. It's too hot. It's too cold. Well, yeah, because, you know, part of it is like... Uh, like, I, I, when I was working from home during the COVID pandemic... And the gym started opening up again. I'm like, I'm going to start lifting early in the morning, you know? And, and, and I started, after a couple of weeks of that, I injured myself because I was just so stiff and cold, mm-hmm. you know? So if you are lifting in the early in the morning, definitely take a hot shower, get your body, your, get your core temperature up, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's actually, uh, Jeff Nippert is a big proponent of that. You want to, a warm up doesn't matter what it is, as long as it raises your core body temperature. And unfortunately, there's no way to measure that, but you'll feel warmer. You're, you're, think about your toes and your fingers. Is like what does uh, having a, 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 a warmer core do? Uh, it, it prevents injury and it makes you stronger because it makes your, uh, it your, more your muscles. muscles are more pliable. So less injury means uh, less time off of the gym. Uh, stronger means more weight is moved, and but how does, as a how consequence, does the heat do that, that build the heat. Um, it makes your tendons and your joints more flexible. Okay. More resilient, mm. and it's you know it's a machine, right? For it's sure. like what it's the same. All this, the same people who spend twenty minutes starting their car in the morning 
don't warm up at the gym. And I'm like, well, if it's good for your car, it's going to be good for you. Too. Well, what's a warm up? If you walk to the gym, you know, a good 20, 30 minute walk, that's a warm up. If, if you're warmed up. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, for people walking to the gym, they may be walking at a slow pace. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, some of these people are saying five to 10 minutes of just doing whatever kind of cardio you can mm-hmm. do, um, stretching, but stretching with movement oriented stretching, not static stretching. Mm. So like when we were taught to stretch, it was like, hold the pose, like a, like you're in like that chart on the wall. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's more like moving to the pose and back and moving and back and forth. So like the yoga equivalent of a sun salutation, as opposed to just holding a downward dog or Mm. upward uh, or Cobra pose, for example, like that. And you know, it's, it's um, a lot of it is like, it's just figuring out what works best for you and your work schedule, you know? People talk about genetics, but genetics is your is your family. It's the supermarket in your neighborhood. It's the price of eggs where you live. It's the hours that you have. It's how cold it gets in the winter, how hot is That's it not in the gen- summer. Those things aren't genetics. It's your your who you are. Okay. Is many things. Okay. You know, people think about they attribute something to genetics when it could be just the teacher that you had. Or the or the grocery store, the you know. Sure. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's like it's one factor among many. And you know, you can't change your genetics, but you can change a lot of other things. And well, with gene therapy, you might be able to change your genetics. Yeah, no, I, I don't sense. think we're there yet. <laughs> Maybe soon. People are just throw, tossing in a lot of terminology that doesn't actually mean anything, you know. And, and gene therapy is is not. We're not there yet, technologically wise. You know, it's modifying your your human DNA is is not. It's not. We're not there yet. Maybe in 20 or 30 years, yeah, absolutely. But that's not where we are today. Mm. Uh, but of course, if you have uh, information that's, that, that says otherwise, doing, he's, he he's talking do- a lot of shit. He's- I got to say, that, that article was a little bit, you know, pie in the sky. And he's like, yeah, I'm spending $2 million a year doing all this stuff. I'm like, uh, let, me see the, let me see the information and make my own judgment just about that, you know? Because even like Saudi Arabian kings and queens and... You know, pro well, athletes are not spending $2 million a year in this stuff. That's what the yeah. whole point of the article is. He's putting all these pro athletes to shame with how much money he's spending on what he's doing. Because he's really trying to shame. Take, well, he sounds like a fool, you know, well, he's wasting he, all that money. I mean, you know, like wearing blue blocker blockers and he's acting like, well, these are $10,000 blue blockers. Well, I don't know like, how much those blue blockers cost, yeah. but he's, a lot of this is running these tests, right? And so, uh, you know, and I'm sure he's, he's trying to document you know, that $2 million probably is going to whatever chef is making his food, that kind of stuff. So but he also can up. deduct it from his taxes. Uh, and so if he has to pay taxes anyways, and he's running a business and he's saying, well, you know, my massage with a happy ending <laughs> is now, you know, research. Oh, you have somebody working at the IRS? Well, oh, I'm going to look into that guy now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I mean, listen, anti-aging is, is people, are, they're all looking into that. Yeah, yeah. So it's big business. Um, JC Humphrey has some feedback for us on okay. Apple Podcasts. You can follow Let's Grow Big Together. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, but we really appreciate it when you take time to write us something nice. And JC Humphrey wrote, amazing show. Let's Grow Big Together has become one of my favorite podcasts, specifically bodybuilding oriented. They cover from workouts to diet to nutrition to competitions and rules and regulations with some comedic humor involved. Definitely a great listen. Keep it up, guys. Thank you so much. I didn't think we were that funny. Uh, well, you're not, but I am. <laughs> <laughs>
That's just what everyone says. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm much more beautiful and talented than you are, but, you know, I'm just humble as well. Mm. And then, of course, Vidal writes, let's grow big together. Hands down, one of my favorite podcasts. The first episode came out by the time I became more interested in bodybuilding, so I gave this show a chance. With topics ranging from fetishes to backstage to inspirational stories, the podcast couldn't be a better surprise. Fausto and Mark are great hosts, turning each episode into an engaging conversation. The guests are fun and hot and diverse as our community. I definitely want to grow big together with them. And you shall. Let's do it. In abundance. Let's grow big together. Yes. How's your bodybuilding coming along? Looking good, baby. I appreciate it. I'm doing pretty good. I could get a little leaner. I feel like I haven't been uh, writing down my calories the past few days. But you started tracking your food. I started tracking my food, but I I have to get back on track because I kind of fell off track. Well, I I tell people it's like, don't have to do it every day. In fact, you'll go nuts doing it. Um, You do it as often as you feel inspired to. Mm With the goal of trying to do it twice or three times a week. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, is like once you do it like what, two or three days in a row, yeah. that fourth day or whatever, kind of you're in that same kind of like mentality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so it carries through. But then you kind of have to re- need those reminders. OK, how many calories do I need? How many how much protein do I need? So I, I tell you one thing that I learned and I changed dress dramatically that changed for the better for me. Uh, just before my workouts, I used to have, a, a, I call it like a, a parfait. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was uh, granola, yogurt, and fresh fruit. Yeah. And I writing down the macros of that had no protein in it. Very high in carbohydrates and high in fat, actually. Wow. And because uh, I was using whole milk yogurt. And whole milk yogurt is great, you know, but I feel like now I have a smoothie and that's a uh, half a cup of egg whites uh, one egg, one mm-hmm. egg white from the egg. Cause I feel like that tastes better for mm-hmm. me. I like the, the mouth quality of it. Half a cup of blueberries, half a cup of nonfat Greek yogurt, which is very high in protein, mm-hmm. low, has no fat mm-hmm. and a scoop of whey. And sometimes a half a scoop of, um, of, uh, oatmeal on tra- days I train as well. I put a teaspoon of creatine and half a teaspoon of citrulline. Citrulline, what do you, are you so good for my workouts? Oh, Citrulline. Why is she good for your workouts? Uh, it's kind of, it's what they stick in pre-workouts, but not enough amount. And it works really great okay. to, to sort of jack you up without stimulating you. And so I put that into my smoothie um, and have that uh, an hour and a half before working out. And it's made all the difference. So tracking your foods is a great thing to do. There's many apps that'll do it. Uh, find an app that can also, you can put your recipes in mm-hmm. and then you just uh, weigh or measure the portion that you have. In the old days, you used to like divide everything by 10 and then, you know, decide, okay, this is going to be one tenth of the total amount of calories sure. or macros. You know? Now, if you have the regular smoothie, you just be like, I'm having the smoothie and it goes right in there. Well, so for example, like I made a, uh, a, a chili the other mm-hmm. day and I put all the ingredients together and I said, okay, so this is on a cup and a half of that chili. And the app was able to give me a pretty good approximation of the, of the protein, the carbohydrates, and the fats. That's in great. It. And as a consequence, that's how you know how many calories there are. Because right now you're trying to get leaner or you're trying to- We're pop? trying to recomp, which is uh, a bit of, it's like, do you believe in UFOs? <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical about recomping because I think it's easier just to build the muscle or to cut. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my trainer, my coach is wanting me to recomp, which is staying the same uh, weight on your body, but trying to get leaner without compromising any muscle or weight loss. So your weight stays the same. Right now I'm at 192. And to me, I'm just like, is something happening? I'm not sure. But my, my strength is going up. And I definitely can see, you know, people tell me it's like, well, you look more muscular now than you did last summer. So, you know, that's great. I know what you did last summer and it wasn't working. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a lot of exciting new shows coming down the pipeline for let's grow big together. It is a production of feast of fun and you can access thousands of legendary podcasts on our website at feastoffun.com slash plus. And, you know, by becoming a member, you don't have to listen to any ads, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have that warm feeling knowing that you are supporting your favorite show. Yeah. As well. You're making the show happen. As well as what? As well as hiring me to uh, oh. be your uh, consultant. So for 99 bucks, you can talk to me for an hour and we'll go down everything that I know and answer all your questions. There is no question too far out or too outrageous or too mundane uh, to be answered. And so it's about sort of like if you've been thinking about working with someone like Shay or a coach is identifying what a good coach is like, what kind of behavior. You know, we try to find really good coaches and good people to to feature on the show and hopefully get you guys inspired to sort of take your your fitness, your bodybuilding, your workouts to the next step. Mm-hmm. And for sometimes like people who've been lifting for a long time, they're just like, well, I don't know what to do next, you know? So right together, we sit down and look at your workouts. We look at your meals. We look at, you know, any performance enhancing drugs you're doing, whether you're working with a doctor or a coach, how to find one, what to talk about when you meet with them, get maximizing that, that experience, you know? So you're, cause some of these guys are, you know, can get expensive and, and, and sometimes you're just spinning your wheels. And so it's about sort of like getting the most out of that experience. And so it's only one time, 99 bucks. And we can talk about all those things and get you ready to go to the higher and higher plateaus of fabulous. And people seem to like it, right? They, you know, 10 out of 10 reviews. Everybody's like, this is amazing. This helped me a lot. And, you know, we have um, all kinds of people that are consulting men and women and, uh, LGBT people, non-binary, trans uh, people that I've been talking with about sort of like, what does that look like for you? What does the ideal body look like for you? Because not everybody's going to have that same goal and not everybody's competing, you know, and if you are competing, then what is that step? And that's part of the reason I'm doing this contest myself is though I can be like, okay, this is what, what it was like. And, you know, what I thought was really scary, wasn't so scary, what I thought was, you know, really mundane actually turned out to be really difficult. Mm. And so it, it's about sort of understanding what to expect and how to react to it and how to plan for it. And so it's 99 bucks and you can just do so by following me on Instagram and say, hey, Fausto, let's grow big together. Send me a private message. I look at all my private messages and we can, you know, talk about that and get you to the next plateau, the next next step, the next Vista. How about you, Mark? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool, man. Well, listen, I thank you so much. Mark's birthday is coming this week. It is. My birthday's on Thursday. I'm going to be working out. 
And how? And do you want to tell anybody anything about your birthday at all? Well, it's February second. It's Groundhog's Day, so we're going to see if the groundhog is going to see its shadow or not, and whether there will be six more weeks of winter. But I also feel like there's always six more weeks of winter, so I don't really think that the groundhog does anything. But it's a cute movie. Groundhog's Day is a cute with movie. Bill with Bill Murray. Murray. Have you ever seen it? I have not. We should sit down and watch we'll it. Watch it someday. It's one of my favorite movies. It's really awesome. And everything, everywhere, all at once is going to be a front runner at the, at the Olympic. I still haven't of, seen it, so of, we're probably going to go out to see it on my birthday. Yeah. So, well, so that's how I'll be celebrating. And you know, I didn't realize that uh, Data from Goonies stars in the movie, you know, as an adult. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the actor. Oh, I didn't know that either. Who was that? Uh, who also played Short Round in uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And when he won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, he said, oh, thank you so much, Steven Spielberg. You've really changed my life. And oh. Steven Spielberg said, who are you? That's not true. <laughs> he says he got, I think he got a Christmas present every year of his life. He's kept in contact with them. That's wonderful. They've become friends over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's awesome. So uh, Birthdays are wonderful. As Indiana Jones said to Short Round, hold on tight because it's going to be one hell of a ride. <laughs> oh, no, lady. Hold on tight. He's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they will find you, Dr. Jones. They will, what is it? Uh, they will find the stones. You will not be found. Because he was like fighting with uh, the priest yes. over the sacred stones. Kali, the priest of Kali, right? And he was not worried that he was going to drop the stones and stuff. So it was, it's a great, I, I think it's one of, people hate that second movie. Yeah, a lot of people do. Temple of Doom. It has a good Doom. intro, though. Is it the Temple of Doom, right? Yes. And has, uh, 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 has Steven Spielberg's future wife in it opens the film singing a Cantonese version of anything goes oh it's wonderful check it out check it out it's on youtube too as well so the intro uh thanks so much for listening to let's grow big together we also have some fabulous feast of fun shows coming this week thank you so much for listening i'm foster fernos i'm mark fillion bye-bye